Hey, David. Hello there. Well played. Well played. <laughs> so, so, what's up? Have you ever had a friend that you've made a promise to, and that promise has backfired completely? Uh, well, depend. Well, what kind of promise are we talking about? Do you know how many times I've been invited to see John Wick for in the last oh. four days? <laughs> Five and, times. <laughs> and you haven't gone? No, I keep saying I'm going to wait for you, but eventually I'm going to go. No, you're not. If you <laughs> if you go see John Wick, we've created a virtual blood pact. And if you go to see John Wick without me, I mean, we might as well just not have this podcast anymore. Because so I think this is how I get out of the podcast. <laughs> That's we we have a blood oath. We have bloth. a bloth. <laughs> All right. So is this, is this supposed to be a nice way of telling me that you went and actually saw John Wick for? No, I, I made I made you a promise. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I said it. I told my one friend I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to wait to see it with my friend David. And she was like, I'll bring him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah, they can wait 20 too. hours to get here. <laughs> yeah they can wait <laughs> do you know who can't wait most of the listeners of this episode of the scene on screen podcast hey whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure movie or video game we've got you covered welcome to the scene on screen podcast with your host sean and david David, do you know what's great? You got four feet of snow the other day, and we got rain, and it was dark at three o'clock. Do you know what that means? Wait, it was it's dark at three o'clock there? We had like this crazy ass storm the other day where it was literally pitch black out at three o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah, no, we I think partially it was my punishment for for making fun of you and all your bad weather. That we only week. had two weeks of bad winter at the end of Smarch. Yeah. No, we got uh, a, a huge dumping of snow <laughs> literally over the course of like overnight. We got like four feet of snow. It was stupid. It was dumb. And everything was like pretty much shut down except for my work, obviously. But yeah, uh, pictures are didn't happen. Yeah. I actually was thinking of, I I remember I was standing in one of our rooms and there's like three big bay windows there. And literally there's one person kind of like trying to trek through down the sidewalk, the unplowed sidewalk, but it was just, it was just a winter chaos. But the funny thing I was talking to some of my colleagues is like, you know what, if we were to get that much snow in say like December, people would welcome it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to have snow for Christmas. It's going to be great. But after Christmas, it's like all that snow can just fuck right off. (laughs) Yeah, but well, people the want the white Christmas, and then they want nothing to do with snow for the rest of the winter. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though. It's supposed to get up to, like, 17 degrees next week. Like, even today, it was sunny and, you know, like, five degrees warmer than, like, most of the, the snow on the roads has now turned into. It's either completely melted or it's just, like, slush. But, yeah, next week is supposed to be, like, super warm, so... So in Northern Ontario, do you have different rules and regulations for insurance and your tires? Uh, not for insurance, but you're allowed to have um, 
like spiked tires and like chains on your tires here. But but for insurance purposes, like here in southwestern Ontario, the insurance company needs to, to have your winters on from November 1st to April 1st. If you get into an accident, bef- like in between that window, the first mm, question yeah. they ask after, are you OK, is did you have your snow tires on? Yeah, not all season snows. Um, I don't know. Um, pretty much. I I would assume that their their stuff would be the same. Like, regardless, it's like just a standard. Uh, because, you know, winter could actually end next week <laughs> or it could end in June. Yeah. yeah. So but most people like are actually pretty smart and you'd think. But uh, most people don't change their tires over until we have consistent warm weather. Like I put my winter tires on in October uh, because it was getting cold enough to to justify doing it. But it was also uh, we had no snow so I could actually do it myself instead of having to take it to a shop or something. I think the rule is you get a discount if you declare that you have the winter tires on. Yeah, something like that. Right. Cool. Yeah. So we have uh, we have lots to do today. We have uh, a little catch up. Uh, Ski poo. We got some news. We were unfortunately right about some of that news <laughs> or fortunate. I guess depends on how you look for it. Look about it. It's like, yeah, you never want to be right about something that is going to hurt so many people, but also so many people don't care about. Mm-hmm. But um, what's up? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? Let's start off there. Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of things and stuff uh, <laughs> watching a lot of stuff. Uh, obviously Mandalorian, obviously uh, we finished bad batch season two. And let me tell you, I was a little disappointed with bad batch. This second season, it didn't really progress the story at all. There was a little bit of stuff here and there, but it was just kind of felt like a lot of filler. Shocker. Yeah, I know. Uh, I watched the new Tetris movie. No spoilies. I want. We're probably going to watch it this weekend. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but uh, you will enjoy it. I think it's uh, it's a it's such a good movie for for a biopic. You know, and sometimes they're like they they're not always the most uh, I don't know engaging. This one was actually really well done. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. It seemed a little like the trailer looks like fun and a little far fetched. Kind of reminds me of Adam Sandler's Pixels. Yeah. But it it looks like it's a good time, which is yeah, good. No, it's it's pretty good. I'm waiting for the uh, BlackBerry movie to come out. <laughs> is there actually one? Yeah, there's actually like a biopic, like dr- like drama, like Tetris, um, about BlackBerry, and it looks pretty cool. Like you have to look up the trailer. Uh, there's something else. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, Mike, Mike, what was Michael his name? Jordan. Mike Bill? No, Mike Bilsali, Bilsili, Jim Bil- Jim Bilsali. He tried to buy like he tried to buy a hockey team and move it to Hamilton, but he was like one of the the founders or CEOs of Rim. Oh, Jim yeah. Silly. Yeah. Uh, then there's the uh, I haven't seen it, but I I kind of want to watch it. But I might just wait for it to come to streaming platforms. Is uh, the Air movie about Michael Jordan? It, that looks so good. It does. It's, it's just another movie with Ben Affleck and Michael uh, and Matt Damon. So yeah, it's good. But the the real thing that has happened this week is uh, I finally got the SSD upgrade for my Steam Deck. And so this weekend, 
I will be uh, dissecting, doing a little open heart surgery on that, uh, my little baby and nice. uh, installing a nice one terabyte hard drive in there or SSD. The, the SSD. The the yeah. What about you? What's new? What have you been doing? Uh, we just caught up on all the, the first few episodes of season three of Ted Lasso. So that was a lot of oh, fun. Oh shit. I forgot that that's out. How is it? Is it, is it? Keeping it's, up with like how season it's quality two was is top and top notch. Yeah. If you hated Nate before, you're really going to hate him. That's all I got to say. Love it. Um, I, I watched the, the last, ep- the second last episode of the Mandalorian. So I'm still an episode behind you, but mm. we don't watch like the Mandalorian until Friday. So that's kind of my situation almost every week. I'm sorry if you hate me for that, whatever. I'm okay with it. Um, hosted an amazing Disney trivia last night that had like a, a crazy ending. So final jeopardy comes around all but once every two weeks. And (laughs) this time I asked a question and like, I, I want to preface this by saying I did my research, right? Mm -hmm. And I was fucking a thousand percent confident when I, when I wrote the question. Okay. And Um, I like I made sure all the stipulations in the question were like built in. But the question was. Out of the 12 official Disney princesses. Which one is the oldest, according to Disney? Right. That's a, that's okay. a, that's a very straightforward question. And then somebody comes downstairs and they're like. Are we talking like oldest or are we talking like by month? And I'm like, I'm also including the fact that like. The girls from Frozen weren't included because they're not official princesses, technically. All that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Cool. Turns Mm. out, on a quick Google search, there's two princesses that are the oldest and the same age. Which are Cinderella and Tiana. But there's no actual... Who's Tiana? From Princess and the Frog. Oh, so there's no actual like one is 19 years of age in three months versus 19 years of age in seven months. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. So I also built a tiebreaker in just in case something like this would happen. Which was asking for the youngest princess canonically. Based on their first appearance, which is Snow White, like 14. These there's two tables that got both questions right. And the, the way they bet, they ended up tying. So I go I go to those two tables and I'm like, OK, so here's what I'm going to do. Fight to the I, death. I'm going to give you guys 30 seconds to come up with this answer. But I asked another question about these fucking princesses <laughs> and another age. And they both got that one right, except the age. So I just went with the person, the team that had the closest to the actual age. So what was the tiebreaker tiebreaker question? The tiebreaker tiebreaker was out of those 12 official princesses, which one was officially or wasn't officially royalty. Uh, officially Did, royalty? Unof- uh, like not royalty. Belle. No. She wasn't royal. She was she a... Became, she married a prince. Oh, so like, you mean... It, it's Mulan. It, it, that wasn't the, royalty. You mean like in the entirety of, yeah. of everything. Gotcha. So Mulan, Mulan wasn't royalty. She was 16 and one team put 17 and one put 18. So I just felt like I'm putting an end to this madness. Um, however, congratulations to both teams. I believe it was the emperor's new crew 
and uh, Diz Princes. Diz Princesses or Diz Princes. Either way, they were they were both really fun teams. They were very good sports about it. Both won some prizes. It was great. It was a really, really fun time. Nice. So that was good. Now, next week, we are doing... Uh, nothing. No. Yeah, nothing because we don't do it next week. <laughs> uh, our next trivia show is 90s Night. And then we actually, um, myself and the powers of B at TWB, have called an audible, everyone. You're hearing it here first because the posters were technically printed. And if you've seen them, we're sorry. I haven't talked about it last night. We've changed the title of May 3rd's trivia to Star Wars Night. I mean, doing there's a... so many better options. Than Star Wars Night? Like, you could have punned it, because obviously May the 4th is going to be is Star Wars Day. We're actually probably going to call it May the 4th Be With You Anyways. Then there's Revenge of the 6th. And or fifth depends on however you want to how you it's, isn't it, it return of the fifth and revenge of the sixth yeah it depends on on who you ask but i mean you could call it like i don't know the phantom menace <laughs> the phantom's meanest the phantom's three threeest either way i'm uh, i'm rather excited for it um, it'll be a good time. We we made this call solely because like how often can we run a trivia on Star Wars week? It's a whole event. True, true. So, so get your jaw was ready. This was one of the questions from last night. I did an eight bit round. Let's just name the song. Can you hear it? Yeah, it's uh. Oh, that's uh oh, that's a Cantina song. The Cantina band. I was yeah, trying to think of what that. Disney song that was, but no, it's uh And in July we're going to do D3, not the Mighty Ducks, just another Disney round. But Disney sports <laughs> movies will be on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many quacks do the Mighty Ducks say before they uh start start their final play in the Jeez. I think it's All 7 right. or 8. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we have on the docket for today? Well, we have lots of things on the docket today. First things first. I asked you not to Google it, but have you heard anything about what The Rock is up to these days? I I did not Google what The Rock is cooking uh, because you told me not to. And like a good friend, I I don't do the things that you say that I shouldn't do. So what? Except for drugs. out out (laughs) Out of all the things The Rock has done lately. Would you say he's aggressive in, um, I don't know, thinking he's the absolute best? He's been aggressively um, cocky for a very long time. Yeah. And would what, what do you remember what he said when uh, he went to the DC universe? What he, what he said he was really going to do? Uh, well, like, you mean he was going to reboot the entire DCU? Yeah, it was going to change the way we viewed the DC universe, right? Oh, yeah, he did change the way we viewed it because (laughs) we hate it more now. (laughs) We hate it more. Yeah. What if I told you Dwayne The Rock Johnson wants to reboot a Disney movie and make it live action? 
Oh, yeah, I saw this. He's going to reboot Moana. He's going to reboot a movie that came out like six years ago. Yeah, he wanted he, he wants to do a live action Moana. I saw that. Like, that's ridiculous. Just because he was in that movie beforehand. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just wants everybody to see him lip sync a rap. That's exactly I, what's going to happen. And then what is Maui going to do? Brood? Is he going to cover his tattoos with other people's tattoos? Or like CG tattoos? Just so they like the, the Maui sun can go across his body? <laughs> yeah. Is Are they going to give him hair? Well, he had hair in the Scorpion King. Yeah, but that was like not real, though. Put on a wig. <laughs> if you're no, Maui, but I mean, you have like, hair now. But that was before. I think he's got his like signature like conehead look now. Yeah, right? like, I, he's got this signature bald conehead. Him with long locks of hair would be fantastic as well. It's, now, yeah. what it like? See, that's being rebooted, and HBO is in very close talks to now reboot completely um, Harry Potter into a live action either TV series or multiple movies. Really. Like, yeah, like with Harry Potter as the main character. So he he is in talks to do that. But if you were to like reboot the series completely, what could you even do? You know, if anything, they should go like Hogwarts legacy style and and just explore the universe, but different characters in a different story. The game has done so well in the last little bit, too. Like I, I, I was reading a fa- uh, I guess it wasn't really reading a fact. It was just factual information from VG charts, which you know, would tw- be reading a fact. Yeah, th- <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I just I made it sound so stupid while I said it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> you know, 25 percent of that player base hasn't even gotten through the first half of the game. Yeah, because they probably stopped playing it. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Evel be the show came out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> dingers, dingers, dingers. Yeah. I have a, uh, you know what? I have a gripe with uh, MLB the show. Uh, are we done with, with the rock? I guess. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah, over. we're done with them. You know what? So I downloaded the show 23, uh, but the menu is so confusing. And like, it's, yeah, it's a very bad UI. Yeah, Very the bad. menu is just like, how do I get into just doing an exhibition game? How do I like it, it? It doesn't make any sense. It's 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 pretty bad. The thing that I really dislike the most about the show is when you're in like GM mode, right? And you're trying to make all these big trades. There's trades in baseball that are literally like seven players for three. Not an MLB the show. That's too unrealistic. You can do three players for three. And you could never get to the value of a superstar ever. Mm. You know what I find my damn team. You, you know what I find the most unrealistic about uh, the show 23. And uh, so I think it's cool, though, that you can play games that are actually happening. Yeah, it's a really that have reason. That's a cool thing. So uh, back when I was playing it is Toronto versus Kansas City. So which happened today that. and yesterday. Yeah, it happened uh, a few times. Right. And but you know what's so unrealistic is that I played as Toronto and I won 15 to nothing. And you played on. Easy. <laughs> I played on like not the easiest, but like the beginner, like the, the next one up. Oh, I like got the, the intermediate one. Yeah, I bought I got. You know, within well, the first inning. 
I got two home runs. I got so many home runs in that game. Like I, I've never had that many ever in an MLB game before. I have mine where it like it learns how you play. So it like I just put it on the lowest setting at first so I could like learn how to pitch properly. Like I'm just using classic pitching because I don't have the time. Yeah, like, you press the button and kind of aim, right? Yeah, I yeah. like classic pitching. That's, I like that's that too. Baseball games for me. Um, And then uh, for batting, I just have it like zone hitting because I like zone hitting and it's fun. But like the game progresses and learns how you play, which is nice. So how does zone hitting work if you're a like left-handed you, batter and you hold to the right the the ball will tep- typically go to the left because you're hitting it with the top of your bat okay uh, but i do have uh, an announcement for you and for uh-huh. all of our listeners um it you know it's been a long time coming um but you know i i finally i put the time in i i put the effort in and i beat a game <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like those are, a those are those wet are, fart fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was actually kind of not on purpose, though. <laughs> uh, I I played Deliver Us the Moon uh, partially because uh, I know that the sequel had just come out, um, and it's a cool little like sci-fi adventure game kind of thing no enemies or anything it's not a difficult game it's it's fairly short but there's a lot of like kind of like collectibles and like it's very story driven so to speak um but yeah i i beat the game and not only did i beat the game i got the platinum trophy on it so i got every single trophy for that game wow um guys david did it (laughs) so david did it it's funny because uh, right before the uh, the credits rolled, I, I called she who should not be named into the room. And I was like, just come watch. She's like, what? I'm like, what is this? I'm like, just watch. Just watch. And uh, so then it happened and I beat the game and the credits rolled. She's like, you finally beat a game? Oh, yeah. Now what are you going to do? Start another game and never play it? I'm like, oh, my God. Man, that's that is great. I have taught her well. Yeah, it, I yeah, it's it's a thing now. So, <laughs> just like there's a thing at, at our house where if you have an opinion on a movie that my other half likes, she says I can't listen to your opinion. I can't listen to the opinion of David. I don't finish movies Armstrong. I finish. I don't movies. watch movies Armstrong. I watch so many movies though. I probably watch more movies than she does though. Yeah, you probably watch but, more movies than I do. Yeah, you know what like. I looked at our tracker. I haven't watched many movies this year. <laughs> You've done shit all. <laughs> okay. So for anyone that remembers, and I'm going to get into this. For anyone that remembers, okay. uh, beginning of the year, Sean and I decided to track TV shows, movies, and video games that we've been playing this year so that once we get to the end of the year, we can review the year that we have had in digital entertainment. And I've been dedicated to filling this out. Sean has watched or at least listed three movies <laughs> in the year. Is that which how I, know you, I know you've watched more than three movies. I don't think so. Really? It doesn't count if I watch something that I've already seen, right? No, I, I'm putting down like every movie that I'm watching. Oh, so like if I turn around and watch Avengers for the hundredth time, that doesn't count. So I don't put that. I was under. The okay, understanding- that's fair. That's fair. I mean, like if you've watched a, like if you watch a movie over again that you've watched 
already before. Like I put RoboCop down and RoboCop two down because fuck. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't <laughs> count that, that that like, what are you comparing Apple? It's the whole idea is to like, just put the new content. No, no, no. We're because we need to review what are the best movies that we watched. So best, I best TV I watched shows. Avatar, The Way of the Water. I've watched The Other Woman. I watched Ant Man three, and that's all you have on your list. <laughs> I don't think I've watched anything else. Like legitimately sat down and watched a new movie. I still haven't watched Glass uh, Glass Onion. I still haven't watched Jeez uh, Murder Mystery two. I haven't seen Mario. I haven't seen. Um, I mean, like some of the movies that I've watched Tetris? are are old. Like I put like like I said, RoboCop, RoboCop two. But also, I'm that's in anticipation of the RoboCop game that's coming out in September. Yeah. So why not? Uh, there's this uh, Netflix funny mockumentary called Death to 2020, and then there's a Death to 2021. Um, like a few like movies from 2022 that I watched on there. But for the most part, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies within the last uh, year and a bit, but then like TV shows. Well, anyway, so uh, I don't even know what we're getting, <laughs> what we're getting on with this. Uh, but uh, my TV show numbers are a little bit. Higher. Oh yeah, I watch more movies than the Last of Us. I watch Mando. more movies than you guys. So when did Andor thought... come out? June, January. Andor was twenty twenty, I think. Twenty twenty. You mean twenty twenty two? Or 2022, yeah, sorry. So I've watched six TV shows, and one I'm essentially watching for the first time in Grey's Anatomy. See, I mean, like, you could put down Grey's Anatomy because if you've never watched it before, just because it's an old show, right? Yo, it's actually legitimately, like, crazy how it's written, so you would hate people and like them and then hate them then like them. But also, like, the creator of that show is fucked. It's like pissing off your HR lady. You don't want to do that. (laughs) I mean, like I watched Future Man, which came out in 2017, but watched all three seasons of that. So, um, I, what, what's that one called that just came out to the agent or the 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 agent? There's like it's like a heist on a subway and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, I don't know. The trailer was just shown. Uh, well, like when I logged into Netflix, oh, I'm not sure. It's oh, yeah, it, that's a new one, but I'm not, I don't remember what it is. It's based off a book. It's called The Field Agent. I'm pretty sure. Couldn't tell you. All right. What's next? Anyways. Uh, Oh, actually. Did you see that on April 12th, Pokemon Stadium is being dropped on NSO? Uh, No. No, I did not see that. It's called The Night Agent. I'm wrong, but it's still based off a book. So the OG Pokemon Snap. Stadium. Pokemon Stadium. That's that's Pokemon what I meant. Snap is already on there. I yeah, think. it's on on there. Yeah, and it's so oh, hard they, to play with Joy Cons. But, but they announced that Pokemon Stadium was coming out anyway, so it's yeah. Not, but that's now we got news. a release date. Bro. Oh, okay. They didn't have the date. Uh, that I see. Yeah. I it'd be interesting how that uh, plays out because if I recall correctly, you can get uh, your like the basic standard starting lineup for that but if you really wanted to expand your roster and train them you had to import your pokemon from your your game boy game that was just to have your so if i remember correctly it was everything was either level 50 or 100 you got to decide mm-hmm. but if you wanted to play with custom pokemon everybody like both teams had to be custom pokemon i believe one of the greatest games ever though 
I remember uh, you almost finding a copy of it in the box. I still haven't bought one. And and as of April 12th, you won't need to. I still will, because like if it's like anything else that's hit Nintendo Switch online, it's going to be hard to play. And that one is just push four buttons. That's all Pokemon Stadium is. That's all that game was. Yeah, push it would be buttons. so it'd be so much easier if we could actually buy the official uh, Nintendo Switch N64 yeah, controller. Nintendo. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what I do want to talk about, though? Uh, before we get into some other stuff, I want to talk about the GameCube just for a second. Go down memory now, lane. Yes. Take a little stroll. I feel like that's what's coming next, especially because we've seen so much Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, Nintendo 64 added to Nintendo Switch Online. I think the days of Nintendo making these mini consoles is over, which is too bad. Because a mini GameCube console would actually a look adorable anywhere you put Mm -hmm. it. And B, the Nintendo GameCube has some of my fondest memories. Some of the greatest games came out like in that generation of consoles came out on the GameCube. What was your favorite one? Oh, I mean, like I played the shit out of Mario Kart Double Dash. Who didn't? Um, Luigi's Mansion, Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime, uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, Super Mario Sunshine. Um, you know, Twilight Princesses, The Wind Waker, um, the Zelda Collection, which was literally just Arcane of Time and Majora's Mask. Uh, did you ever have WarioWare? Yes. Did you that ever was... have SSX? three or tricky no i didn't you know what uh the gamecube had some pretty interesting things because remember did you ever have the uh the link cable for your game boy advance yeah yeah because uh sonic adventure battle 2 had a chibi farm so if you had sonic adventure for your game boy advance and you had Sonic Adventure Battle 2, you could collect chibis in the Game Boy, or in the game, send them to your Game Boy to grow them, and then send them back to your garden. Um, Beyond Good and Evil. I played the shit out of that game. That was such a good game. The, Prince um, of Persia, Time Splitters, Super Monkey Ball, like, so many you're games. You're missing Pikmin. Super Mario Sunshine, Smash Brothers Melee. I already... I already said some Super Mario Sunshine. See, oh my the God. Th- here's the thing. I was never a big fan, and I still am not a big fan of uh, Smash. Smash Bros. Yeah. I was wrong, by the way. The Legend oh, of Zelda shit. Collector's Rogue, Edition Rogue was Squadron. like different games because it was called Master Quest. That was the, the two from. Yeah. So if you got a uh, special edition of Wind Waker, I think it was. It came with like the pre-order was a copy of. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and then also Master Quest, which was Ocarina of Time, but with it was reversed. So the whole entire world was mirrored, but then also it had harder dungeons because they were also reversed. They were reversed, but then some of the enemies and stuff like that were different. And it was it was actually more difficult. Interesting. Yeah. So the reason this comes up is there is a they're starting to get this like little bit of a some smoke to the fire of like people wanting to see the reboots of GameCube, right? And a lot of people are already like emulating GameCube on their Steam decks and Raspberry Pi. But there's been a top 10 curated for top 10 games that should be remastered for the Nintendo Switch right now today. And I just want to see 
if you agree or disagree with this list. Okay. Entry number one, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Uh, I, I, I would probably say no. Because <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, like, I never really played. I never really played Eternal Darkness. Beautiful Joe already was remastered. Yeah, but they wanted the GameCube remastered. It It yeah. is the GameCube remaster. Oh, no, it's a Wii. Oh, no, sorry, not Beautiful Joe. I'm thinking of uh, Wonderful 101. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I would say Beautiful Joe should be remastered for that. I'd buy Star- it. Star Fox Adventures. 100%. That game was so good. Yeah, completely underrated game still to this day. I I remember that was my first uh, <clears throat> that after that game came out, it was my first uh, exposure to the furry culture because <laughs> I uh, I went to high school with a guy who was uh, had a super, super crush on uh, the the girl Fox or whatever that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that I was learned how to barter from that game. Would you like to pay for this? How many scat ribs? That's too low. And you'd offer one less. And then you'd af- offer the like the one more. And they're like, that's the right amount. So you never yeah. won. Yeah. Um, time splitters two. Absolutely. I Time Splitters 2 was probably one of my most played multiplayer games on GameCube. Nice. Maybe well, second to um Double Dash. I think. Yeah, it was either Double Dash for us or it was Cell Damage. We played the shit out of Cell Damage. Um, Fantasy Star Online, Episodes 1 and 2. Uh, I mean, if they if they had the online component, uh, but I I would never... That's never going to be remastered because uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 is a huge moneymaker for Sega right now. Skies of Acadia Legends? Absolutely. Sonic was, but see, here's the thing. Skies of Arcadia Legends was actually a remake of um, the Dreamcast version of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Uh, again, a remake of a Dreamcast game. But yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 was great. Uh, Killer 7. Eh, I'm not a huge, huge fan. <clears throat> Killer 7 was actually an interesting. It was I feel like it was more of like an art project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was interesting, though, but I would be like, meh, it's kind of like 13. Yep. Stylized games. They remade 13. Um, I'm interested in picking it up, but not for <laughs> the current price. Like I'd pay like 10 bucks for that game or get it on your Steam Deck. Uh, <laughs> Harvest Moon Magic Me- uh, Melody. Uh, the OG <laughs> Animal Crossing. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know if I played that one. Um, Burnout. Yes. And Paper Mario, the thousand year door. Absolutely. The Legend of Zelda, Four Swords Adventure is the last one on the list. That would be interesting because Four Swords Adventure, this is that's one of those games that if you wanted to play with more than two people, you needed the Game Boy Advance link cable and everyone had to have their own Game Boy Advance. So that was a game that I always wanted, but I could never really play because I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. Well, the nice thing about having adult money is you can now. I could, but I don't have four friends here to play it. Do you, <laughs> you, 
I don't think four people live in Kenora. Four people live in Kenora. There's dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, where? Um on the flip side of things, while that was very exciting to talk about, and the nostalgia was ever so real talking about some of our favorite games. You know what we won't get to really experience anymore? Like, no, we're not I'm not done with the GameCube <laughs> that list though. But that was the end of that list. I know, but here's the thing though. That list is literally just listing off some of the top GameCube games. Right? Like games that need to be remastered. A lot of times it should be, yeah, there's gonna be the popular ones that everyone you know played and wants to play. But a lot of, like you got you gotta find games that were really good but didn't necessarily sell very well you know like those hidden gems or those cult classics uh are they not making a remake doing a remake of shit what was the uh the dungeon crawler uh i'm drawing a blank now yeah you're killing it yeah i know uh (laughs) it's like that time that i tried to get you to check out how much money you spent on steam um (laughs) you know they just need to like some of these lists it's like okay whatever but really, if a game is going to be remastered or remade for, for modern consoles, like, well, they redid Super Monkey Ball, right? Yeah. Um, but there, there's a few, but I think it would be easier for like uh, more so like an emulator collection that with like updated graphics, right? Like. Well, the um, you just got the remake, but Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, James Bond 007, Everything or Nothing. That's the one where you get to flip the Austin Martin. Mm-hmm. Need for Speed Underground. I know that wasn't a Nintendo GameCube exclusive. Freedom Fighters was amazing. So many games are just popping into my brain. Yeah. Rogue Squadron or Rogue Leader. Like, I guess was- it's Rogue, Rogue Squadron 2. What was the Mario Golf called for GameCube? Super Mario Golf. Uh, that's a stupid Mario theme name. Uh, Toadstool Tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of really, really, really good games. They had Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, I believe, was GameCube. Yeah, but you needed the, the, con- the stupid Congo drums. Yeah. Um, what was the... Why I I would love a new Rogue Squadron game though. Do you remember? Do you remember going into your Walmart, your local Walmart, and they would have the GameCube demo station there? Yeah. But the TV was mounted at the top of like the display case for all the so games. Looking up, yeah. <laughs> I remember playing the demo for Rogue Squadron two so much. Literally, every time we go to Walmart, my brothers and I would just go to the electronic session just to play that demo. And then I finally got the game, and it it's such a good game. Anyways, uh, moving on. I mean, I tried to move on two minutes ago, but you were like, no, we got to keep this going. <laughs> All right, so back to my incredible segue. E3 has now died. We were right. Yeah, it's kind of funny because last week, to uh, all of our listeners who remember from last week, we were talking about how we weren't going to get into the details of whether or not E3 was worth it at the time. And literally, 
like two the days morning. later, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they announced that uh, E3 in its entirety was being canceled. But it makes sense. You know, Nintendo hasn't been at E3 in years. And then once Microsoft and Sony pull out between Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, those are their three, the three main game companies, right? They're the only ones that really make consoles and everything else is just like developers that are announcing stuff, but everything was always announced at Sony's Microsoft's or Nintendo's conferences for the most part. But now it's going to just be announced at like E or not E3 PAX East <laughs> E4. Or it's going to yeah. be announced at D24 or D23 or GDC, like Game Developers Conference or the one in Japan, uh, Tokyo Game Show or whatever. Like, Or Nintendo does 12 Nintendo Directs a year, a Pokemon Direct, two other Directs, five other Directs. Mm-hmm. Every every five minutes, there's a new Pokemon like Nintendo style Direct. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Sony's doing quarterly things now. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's more announcements in when is when is E3 supposed to be? Was it June? June. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get more, you know, uh, Nintendo directs and Sony state of plays and uh, whatever Microsoft is going to decide to do this year uh, in June around that time, just because that's usually when uh the beginning of summer is when they announce a lot of stuff for the remainder of the summer uh, or sorry the remainder of the year and leading into the new year um but when you think about it a lot of the times things would be announced either without a release date or with a release date halfway through the next year so by yeah. the time that it comes out it's already been forgotten that's so, the biggest problem with E3 now. Like, I remember talking about one game with you, and I, for the life of me, I can't Google it to figure out what it is. But it, it kind of reminds me of that board game where you get like this huge black and white Where's Waldo, and you're supposed to find follow clues oh, around the map. It's like, yeah, it's like the Prince guy, right? Yeah, uh, but it was supposed to be dropped on Switch, or a game similar to that was supposed to be dropped on Switch. And I never, ever found it. Couldn't even remember uh, what it was called. Jeez. Prince. I, I don't. Was, like, genuinely excited to like try that game. Yeah. Jeez. I forget what it is. I'm pretty sure it's based off a board game. And Owen it's based off it. of a uh, based off of a book or something like that. Uh, switch game where you find a prince. <laughs> I got trying for the prince, the 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 layer princess and the blind prince. No, either way, this is the point, right? What they used to do is just throw so much stuff at us that it was impossible to remember. Impossible. And some of these games never come out. They like they test poorly. People don't watch the YouTube trailer nonstop. And then they just kill off some of these games. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was an indie game. Yeah. And it was like all hand drawn and stuff like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't I can't think of it. But yeah, I remember we were super psyched for that. And then the, I saw the price and I was like, yeah, I don't want to pay that much for it. But uh, like Nintendo is being pretty good with their directs because they'll announce stuff that comes out within the next like few months. No shot. I think I found it by accident. <laughs> what is it? Hidden through time. I don't think that's it. Uh, Maybe. No, that's not it. 
it's similar to what I'm trying but to do. That looks kind of cool, though. Right? Accidentally found another <laughs> one. Oh, uh, it's called the I think the board game is called Hidden Folks. Hidden Folks is a new Where's Waldo style game from developer Fingal. This is actually the game. Hidden Folks. No, it isn't. No. Yeah, no, this was iOS and Apple TV. I quit. You know what? I'm done with that. This is still <laughs> my point. At the end of the day, we're we're going back and forth about a game that doesn't even exist. And I keep clicking screenshots being like, is this it? Stop me if you've heard this before, but I think I found it. (laughs) (laughs) What about Labyrinth City? Labyrinth City, that's it. Pierre the Maze Detective. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. We did it. Do we have a round of applause? Hold on. I got, uh, what do we got? I got, I got this. Uh, All I know is I've been looking for this game forever, and I don't know what Google search worked for me today, but I'll take it. When I I think of E3 as a whole, the last things I kind of remember are like the Last of Us 2 controversy, Mr. Miyamoto and Reggie holding the Rabbids gun at the Ubisoft concert. Reggie just being Reggie. Mm-hmm. Now, now we got a guy named Bowser, and nobody likes him. <laughs> like that guy. Do you think, like, as a kid, was like, I have to work for Nintendo because my name is Bowser, or is it like one of those things, like, where his parents named him Bowser because they love Nintendo so much? How do you not? I don't know, but yeah. So, what is what do you think is the future for for game announcements and and like console releases and stuff like that are we do you think that these conferences and these uh you know things where are we going to get away are we getting away from these where everyone goes there and they spend a ton of money to set up big displays and stuff like that or is it is it just going to go to online part of me thinks this is going to be a two-year thing and we see E3 in 2025. Like they have is- to rebrand it. Remember when remember when they were for the longest time they were you had to be part of the media, right? Like it wasn't open to the public. Yeah. And then uh, attendance started dropping. And then they opened it up to the public. And then that boosted it for uh, uh, quite a bit again. And then now we're seeing the same thing. Like, so what's going to be the next thing that's going to bring them back and make them relevant again? So I remember a few, well, this is probably like seven or eight years ago. I was invited to go when three gem was a thing, right? And myself and the, the other owner of three gem, looked at it as an opportunity and we really wanted to do a, like a road to E3. So we were going to like rent a car, drive down to LA, do the whole road trip thing, make like a, a week and a half out of it, but like just explore, go to game shops, do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we found out how much a media pass was worth. 
And then we'd have to buy ho- like get hotel rooms. Yeah. And because we were invited with another website, we would have had deadlines that we would have had to hit hard. We could like we couldn't just go down there and enjoy it because in order to help pay for part of our tickets and our accommodations, we had to write stuff for another site. Right. So it was like really, really tough. So we chose not to go, but he had already gone twice before. Wow. So that like that was my one of my biggest, I think, regrets when it came to E3. But then like I got to go to a Nintendo event. I think you came with me to that. Yeah, one. we went to uh, we went to an Xbox one. Oh, who did I go to the Nintendo one? Went? Maybe I went with one of the Alex's maybe, but we did that. I've been to a few Microsoft ones. I went to a Mario, the, the original Mario Kart 8 launch. Nice. Happened at 401 Speedway in Toronto. So there was a, like a launch party and you got to drive go-karts and you got a lanyard. I mean, I've always wanted to go to Gen Con, um, which is uh, like the biggest tabletop convention in North America. Um, it usually takes place in August. I guess I can't go this year because I'll be traveling. Yeah. Actually, I could stop by. Hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's in Indiana. It's in Indiana, Indianapolis. Um, but that's one that I've I've always wanted to go. Um, you know, as much as I love I love uh, video games and seeing all that stuff, you know, these ones here is like it's kind of a mix between like comic cons and like board games and games. And there's always like video games and stuff like that in there, but they're, they're usually pretty cool. And you know what? You, you can get a lot of swag and buy a lot of pre-release stuff, which is cool. But I've always wanted it's to true. go to that. I think growing up because, you know, as kids, we're always wanting to see what the new Nintendo thing was, what the new Sony thing was, what the new Microsoft thing was. You know, we hung on to that excitement of what E3 was going to be, what we were going to see, especially when we started hearing like rumors. And this this was before the Internet was, you know, remotely close to what it is today. Right. Like we would get stuff off of there's a, only a few like gaming websites. We would still watch like shows on TV. Like uh, what was the one on uh, G4? Um, the the. Um... Wow, it's gone. Something reviews daily. There's reviews stuff like, on the yeah, run. Yeah, reviews on the run. There was an electric one, playground. Electric playground. There was another one. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. There's right, one Olivia Munn was on. Yeah, there's a whole bunch, right? But that's where we would get all of our stuff and, and reviews and and see previews of games. But then when E3 came out, uh, th- and because it was limited to media, again, like we just were waiting to see what the new games were coming out for our consoles and like what the new announcements were. But now that the internet has changed so much that a lot of the times companies are making these announcements whenever they feel like it, or, you know, like Nintendo They're getting bullied because of leaks too, right? Like Grand Theft Auto six is all but announced and we already know so much about it. Yeah. And so by kind of getting away from doing these big, conference style reveals and leaving everything to kind of like their in-house announcements and setting up a time and a date where we're going to stream this online. They can have companies have a lot more control over 
when things are announced and who has access to it. Right. Like think about yeah. it, like setting up a conference for uh, like, let's take Nintendo, for example, when they were announcing the Wii or the GameCube or the N64. Right. How many people knew about that just because they were setting up their stage and running through the show and all that stuff? Right. It's true. So there's so many more opportunities for leaks to happen that way. But now Nintendo could create uh, an announcement for, say, a Switch Pro and have literally a small team of people who know create the video and then edit it together and have it there. Right. So like they have a lot more control over that. Um, there's rumors of a PlayStation five pro coming out next year, but then there's the most recent, have you seen the most recent Sony, uh, handheld rumors? Yeah. Right. Like uh, there's they'll probably draw like, I don't know how they can afford to get into this gamble. No, this, but this move could bankrupt them though. Oh, 100%. Like it's it's such a stupid move. But like there's rumors that Sony is working on and releasing another handheld device, but all the rumors are saying that it is uh it requires a persistent online connection and it requires a PS5. So you know, like there's there's all these rumors that are coming out right now. Can you imagine how much more would have been leaked before E3? If Sony was doing a conference or uh, yeah. an announcement there, right? My, so, yeah. My thing about the Sony handheld too is like, Sony never learns from their mistakes, right? And they must be feeling themselves right now because I can't remember. Is it the developer of Final Fantasy who's been like, yeah, Final Fantasy will only run on the PlayStation 5. And people yeah, are sitting there going like, isn't yeah. the Xbox Series X more powerful? It is uh, on paper. It is. Yeah. It's a, it's to me, if Sony goes through with this, clearly they're going to do the same thing as like the, the razor phone or the rog phone. It has to have a SIM card in it. Right. Mm. And I don't know if you guys know this about America versus Canada, but like Canada does have a little bit of a higher data or like a, you have higher data caps here than you do in the States, but B is also a little bit more money. But you're also getting premium data. You're getting 5G or LTE for the prices that you're paying. Everything's discounted for a reason, right? So are you going to buy a $700, $800, It's probably going to be $1,000. Are you going to oh, buy yeah. essentially the console, equivalent yeah. of, a cell, of a cell phone? Take that in. Like you're, you paid, what the hell did we pay for our Series X? 800 bucks? 699 and the, the Xbox or, or, five or the PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah. So let's let's say we spent before or after taxes on no games, 1200 bucks on both consoles. Are you willing to pay that for a handheld device from Sony? Their VR headset is $400 and you need the PlayStation to run it. Uh, no, their VR headset is like seven hundred dollars. Okay, sorry, I made a mistake. It, no, it's, but it's, I'm it's, saying it's, it's it costs more. It costs more than the console. Yeah. So, like, are you willing to spend a thousand dollars on a codependent cell phone? Because that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a SIM card to run this device. Straight up, and like, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. I'm, 
not allowed to. <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm getting vibes of the uh, Nokia N gauge. <laughs> well, you have you seen the ROG are... phone in action? I have. Yes. What a beast! What mm-hmm. an absolute beast! Mm-hmm. But at the same time, who's still playing know, PUBG? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like it, here's the thing: we have cell phones that we can play pretty much anything. You could emulate like PS2, GameCube, Wii U, like literally any console on there, pretty much. It's true. But and there's tons of mobile games. But how many? How many people are actually playing? Like, how many times do you play mobile games like hardcore? I play Disc Golf Valley once or twice a day to get my daily points. And then I don't play anything else. I've been playing Mario Kart Tour a little bit. I have so many games installed on my phone. I have so many apps on my phone that I don't use. And the only ones that I actually play are like board game ones where I can play a little bit and then stop. And I I don't have to do these like daily logins for anything like that. Actually, do you remember Jetpack Joyride? Yes. Oh, that game was so sweet. I loaded that up the other day. So mine doesn't have daily logins. There's just daily challenges you can do to get points. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of games that have that. Like, that's how they try and get people to keep playing their their mobile games, right? But you know, you know, I'm not playing most of these games because one, I don't like touch controls a lot of times, and and I want to play on a bigger screen. And I guess, yeah, I have. And the, you just gotta unfold your phone. I have the fold, but. Again, it's just it's not the same having those touch controls. That's why, uh, in part, I wanted the Steam Deck because I want to have that that handheld experience. I want to be able to play, you know, PC games or 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 more powerful or visually better looking games, but also have that kind of that that same mobile experience. Right. Something that I can take with me. And yes, I know the Steam Deck is a little bit bulkier, but <laughs> you have to you have to check it separately on an airplane. <laughs> yeah. But th- I think that's also why the Nintendo Switch became so popular, because it was so easy. They made it so easy to play on your home TV and then pick it up and go. Right. Yeah. And I think this is also partially why Nintendo hasn't really embraced mobile gaming as much as they probably could have. But at the same time. Could you imagine if Nintendo just started just pumping out mobile games? Like I would rather them put their resources into their their console rather than mobile games. Well, they have a few. There's I Pocket know. Camp, there's Mario but Kart they were Circuit. All, but like say po- Pocket Camp for example was kind of like a half-assed version of Animal Crossing and I feel like it was just in preparation for Animal Crossing on the Switch. It was really designed just so you could like send your designs into the game. Pretty much. Yeah, it was like a companion. So, you know, Sony's announcing or or there's rumors of a new Sony handheld. But can you imagine how much more we would learn if they were at E3 this year? Um, We would learn nothing (laughs) because (laughs) they wouldn't like they wouldn't have shown up anyways. They would have like made you watch two 40 minute state of plays that sucked. Yeah. It's saying but, like uh, we have the exclusive fuck yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. Uh you know, neither of us were surprised when we read the announcement that E3 was canceled, but I think ultimately it was canceled because Microsoft and Sony pulled out from it. 
Yeah. So here's my final prediction for E3. So we can hit our final target and go home. You asked me at the beginning of this segment, what do you think, or where do you think we're going to get our games announced? I stick to what I said the other night or last week. If I said it, or if I said it offline, then I said it offline. Not packs, not um, the games developer con, even simpler. Where are all these people that go to E3 going almost every year anyways? What's what's the biggest nerd convention in all of North America? Comic-Con? Yeah. Why not? San Diego Comic-Con. You already have a DC panel. You have a Marvel panel. You could have a Nintendo panel. You could have any panel to anything. That's all that's there for an entire week. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Microsoft has a presentation at four o'clock. Better do that, and then we'll go see the cast of the boys at 5 30. Yeah. San Diego Comic Con is where it goes. It's still in the vicinity. Everything's close. Why not? Yeah, only time will tell. Exactly. Speaking of time, we're almost out of it, and of course, we would be remiss if we didn't plow through April's game list. All right, in 60 seconds, we're going to release, announce all the games coming out in April. And go. No. <laughs> oh, you're not playing your little song? Awesome. We're moving on. What are you talking about? What song? You know the song, but don't do it. You mean this one? Picking oh. up strangers. Now let me tell you, tell you about the dangers. If you don't like taking chances, then you better keep moving on, my friend. You know what's funny is that as much as you hate that, you expect it every time and you want it to happen. You want it to happen. Yeah. So we haven't missed much of the month so far. Biggest game of the month as a release point of this episode is Paparazzi on the Nintendo Switch, where you just take photos of dogs, much like Nintendogs. But now it's called Paparazzi. So dumb. You uh, okay? Well, you missed. Meet your maker came out earlier uh, this week. I thought April we talked 4th. about that last week, so I didn't. Hit oh it, no, but yes. we didn't talk about any of them. Meet your maker is a uh, it's like a first person shooter, but you create uh, like outposts and stuff like that, and you do raids and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it's on Game Pass. Raids. Um, big. big re-release EA sports PGA tour lining up with the masters this weekend. I think they're banking on that and the nostalgia of EA because like the two K games just aren't that great. Like I think the mechanically it's a better simulator, but you don't get to golf as your favorite golfers right away. Or at least that's been my experience with the last few. And you have to like grind so hard to get all the stuff that you want. It's just so much. It's a lot of effort. Uh, You missed Everspace (laughs) two. Which actually comes out uh, as of uh, the same day of us recording this. It is a uh, a single player spaceship shooter game, which is pretty cool. Everspace, uh, I dabbled in a little bit. I think this one was like the controls were. There's a lot to learn. Everspace came cur- out in 2017. No, but Everspace Two just released today. Yeah, as of recording. Um, I remember Everspace had a, a pretty steep learning curve, but 
if you're into like flight sims and stuff like that, uh, or especially like the space sims, um, that's a, a, a pretty solid game. So that's out. Um, there's a new Sherlock Holmes game that came the out. No, it isn't. It's a, it's a remake of something. Yeah, it came out in 2007. Nice. But now it's coming out on Nintendo Switch, PS5, Xbox. Ghostwire Tokyo. PlayStation users. <laughs> yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo is making its way to the Xbox Series Uh-oh. X. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't that game. I think that game's like free on as a PlayStation Plus um, bonus or something like that. Yeah, it was released worldwide on March 25th to 2022 as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Timed release. Hey, hey, Sony. Suck it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Um, on the 14th, we have the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. I actually know a few people who are like picking this up. Because you can never have too many copies of Mega Man 5. I no, guess. No, no, this is Battle Network. Yeah, I'm just making a joke about how many people collect Mega Man copies. That's true. So, so many. Um, Mega Man, though, if you have never played Mega Man, is really fun. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with the Mega Man games because they are so much fun, but they are so difficult, too. Right? And it's like, you have to pick the right level to start off with. Otherwise, like, because each of the bosses have like a weakness to a weapon from another boss. But there's always one that's like easier to to beat with like just your regular blaster. And I can never remember that. But I played the shit out of Mega Man X on the Super Nintendo when that came out. But and Super Mega Mega Man and Mega Man Red. Yeah. Um. Minecraft Legends is coming out on the 18th. Uh, well, this could be fun. Yeah. Uh, what be else? Free on Xbox, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Because, you know, Microsoft owns Mahjong. Mojang. What did I say, Mahjong? Mahjong <laughs> is a, it's a Asian puzzle. That's Mahjong. <laughs> uh, on the 21st, we are getting two... Two probably of the biggest releases this this month, minus near the end of the month. But uh, two big releases. Uh, we are getting, finally, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Um, did you ever play the Advance Wars games on uh, I, I Game Boy Advance? On my, yeah, man. Who didn't play Advance Wars? Uh, I never owned them, but I, my friend had, one of my friends had it, so I played that quite a bit. Did you ever do cartridge trades with your friends? Like, where you just like, it's kind of like a mixer's party when you're an adult, but you throw your Game Boy, like your cartridges in a bowl, and then you got to like take two home, and then you play them for a week? Uh, we never did it with the bowl. We were just like, hey, you want to trade this? Like, can I borrow this? So, so me, and, me and my friends back in the day would do it just like it was some kids that were on my hockey team. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it would be like a helmet or whatever, but because we only got to play with each other like twice a week, we'd borrow each other's Game Boy games just to like nice. enjoy yeah. them and try That's some cool. new stuff. But it was fun because it was random. You put your hand in the helmet and you got a game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, and then also the, the most 20... anticipated game ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this game was... When was this game announced? Jeez, 2014 it was announced and it's finally coming out. Dead Go Island watch 2. the trailer for this game. It is 
so good. The original release trailer for Dead Island 2 is a masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece. Is that the one where the guy's like walking down the street? He's, the he's, like, he's like, yeah, he's like he's, listening to uh, I'm a bomb or I'm a bomb. Yeah. And then like all the zombies around there. Yeah. I remember that came that that trailer. Oh, my God. Dead so Island finally, 1 was very good. It was. So Dead, Lights, Dead Island 2 is finally coming out. Um, I think you can actually this week on the Epic Game Store. I think they're giving out Dead Island for free. Ooh. Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, oh, that's uh, hold on. Let me just double check. It was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Dying Light. Never mind. A, a similar game. Same, same, but different. Dying I have Light a developer edition of that. I'm loaded into my PlayStation account. Nice. Uh, a bunch of random, random shit coming out on the 25th, 26th, 27th. Didn't Star Wars Jedi Survivor get delayed? Or did I imagine that? Or no, uh, it was delayed from March. Yeah, so it's coming out. This is going to be the biggest game of uh, of April, and that's Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming out on the 28th. Are you going to get it? I haven't beat the first one. Yeah, me neither. Surprise, surprise. I, but I my... probably will not play this game until it's free to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but like I can patiently get to that. I mean, like I'm I'm. In the need of some more good Star Wars content, but uh, I I'm thinking my goal is to beat. Uh, Fallen Order. Before the release of Jedi Survivor, how far are you in Fallen Order? I'm like, I want to say like three quarters of the way through. I'm pretty I will, close. I will download it back to my Xbox and see where I'm at. I think you took a slightly different route than I did because you went to Dathomir pretty early yeah. on to get the double bladed lightsaber, right? And yeah, that, I, I was super later. underpowered when I did that, too. But now yeah. I'm so OP. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is that is it for games coming out in april so let me ask you a quick question then for for you if you had 79 or 89 of your hard-earned shekels and you knew that tears of the kingdom was coming out 13 days later 14 days later would you buy jedi survivor knowing that you're not going to put down tears of the kingdom right away i know you're not huge into the zelda games and i haven't I mean, played some of them through but like I mean, if I bought Tears of the Kingdom, I would play the shit out of it. Yeah, knowing that Nintendo doesn't really ever put their games on sale. Um, I mean, either I'm going to spend the same amount of money on release date as I would six months down the line. So there's no real urgency to purchase it early on. There's no real need to wait and save. Um, and I know Jedi Survivor would be put on sale, but I don't know. I feel like th- there's just something about Star Wars games that that are just a little bit more enjoyable. It's because you get to live the Star Wars. Right? Yeah, it's like That's exploring that, exploring that different universe. Whereas Tears of the Kingdom, it's sure the story is going to be slightly different. 
but I anticipate the gameplay will be the exact same or very similar to Breath of the Wild. Ah, so you haven't seen the gameplay trailer. <laughs> Wait, did they, re- did they release a new trailer? There was one last week, so you can, uh, to, to help expand on weapon durability, <laughs> which everybody hated so much, you can now attach weapons to weapons to make weapons stronger. But you could also build vehicles. I can tell you right now, the only way I'm getting Tears of Kingdom is if somebody buys it for me. Or Tears of the Kingdom is if somebody buys it for me. I probably won't be in a rush. I waited seven years to play the last one. That's that's true. That's fair. That's oh, can I tell you about why why I'm pissed about the Mandalorian this week? Sure. I didn't watch I didn't watch it, but I woke up Wednesday morning, like I always do. I like do my morning scroll and I open Facebook, and usually my friends don't spoil things like Marvel shows or Star Wars shows or things that i like because they know and respect you right some jackass posted literally because i like i looked and i counted back with my fingers and toes seven hours prior to that post they posted no spoilers but person x and person y were in the mandalorian and now part of the star wars universe and i felt so fucking ripped off and mad yeah, how is that not a spoiler? Did yeah, you tell? Only... Did you comment? Did you be like, "Thanks, asshole"? No, I, I, I let it I, be. Unfriended them. <laughs> oh yeah, we're done. Speaking Jeez. of, we're done. David and I are done tonight. We've we've had loads of fun. We're about to lo- uh, load up into a a nice holiday weekend where we get to spend some time with some friends, some family, get to play some games, get to watch some movies. But most importantly, just take some time to relax and chill out. What are you going to watch this? What movie are you going to watch this weekend? You you want me to say it, don't you? <laughs> say it. S- say it. Uh, we're going to probably go see Super Mario this weekend. Oh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? We probably will, too. Just because I have a coupon and there's, uh, I'm not allowed to go see <laughs> You're Jack not giving <laughs> all your money to Chris Pratt, only some of it? No. No, actually, you know what? Like, we're going to I just want to touch base a little bit uh, on that. The initial like a lot of the the uh, critic reviews for that movie are pretty bad. But the audience review is pretty good. Uh, Like we're at like what a 50 average on Rotten Tomatoes for critic review and then like a 96 for uh, the, the user reviews. But here's the thing. It had one of the, the highest grossing like box office weekends. Weekends. It opened on a Wednesday. It's the highest is one of the highest grossing animated films ever oh, for a midweek yeah. release. Yeah, that's right. But here's the thing. And, and someone posted on Reddit. It's like how many parents are going to say to no to their kids that they're not going to take them to the Mario Bros movie because the critic reviews are bad. Right. Oh, 100%. It's like, uh, I heard this interview a little bit ago about Star Wars and George Lucas didn't think he made a good movie when he made a new hope. Like he did his best, but he like, he said to someone that like, I think I kind of made a shitty kids movie because the studio originally had Star Wars as a kids movie. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that Super Mario Bros is going to be a kids movie. If you don't want to hear screaming kids or hear a bunch of little coughing kids, 
go at 1030 with the rest of the adults. They serve alcohol at these things. Or if they don't, you can bring it in easier. <laughs> well, no, it's winter. Co- winter coat season's almost over. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't really smuggle that much shit in under like a vest. That's true. Yeah, we'll probably go like super late, like to like one of the last shows, because I don't want anyone to see me going in yeah. there. <laughs> um, speaking of candy at movie theaters, did you see what the the collector's popcorn bin was for fucking Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> no. It it was a 12 die, like a D12. Oh, that that's was cool. As a popcorn bucket, where are you supposed to sit it? Oh, it that's didn't true. You have a flat bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh you know what someone you know what people people pay for that shit so apparently apparently dungeons and dragons is also very good so i'm I'm excited to watch the movies and especially with how fast these things are being released on on demand it's gonna be a good time i know you're gonna get to see uh, shazam 2 in no time i can't wait i didn't have to pay for that one that's true that is it for us (laughs) I've tried to close the show twice and David will just not let me go. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe. Tell everybody that David and Sean are awesome for myself. That Hansel's so hot right now. And David. Wow. He's very nice. We want to thank you all for listening and we will catch you on the next episode of the scene on screen podcast.